You're listening to Episode 9 of Love Conquers Alls. Coronavirus, what caregivers need to know. Anything that affects someone with Alzheimer's disease or dementia ends up affecting their caregiver. So I think that's one key thing, that the caregiver needs to be on board and well-informed. Dr. Dylan Wint, Cleveland Clinic. You can clean the house from top to bottom, play some board games if you got them, open up the windows and all enjoy the weather. I know it cramps your social style, but how about for a little while? Let's all stay far apart, let's all stay far apart together. It's your turn to be selfless and all you have to do is think about the people who might not be as strong as you. Of one thing we can all be sure, the world is sick but we're the cure so let's all stay far apart together. Hello everybody, I'm Susie Singer-Carter. And I'm Cassie Cruz, and welcome to Love Conquers Alls. Susie and I thought that it would be a really great opportunity for us to reach out, and we wanted to talk with you about how to help loved ones with dementia and Alzheimer's during this COVID-19 outbreak, which is crazy times, and how to deal with it, how to deal with the stress, how to, how to deal with handling the invisible enemy. What, what do you think, Susie? Oh my God, yeah. Well. For me, because as you guys know, and Cassie, you know that I have a mom who is in assisted living right now. So it's, it's, it really does present a whole new set of challenges for caregivers. I know that you've uh, taken a deep dive into this because of your mom. And, uh, you know, speaking of myself, of social distancing and trying to take care of all of the things that need to happen. I'm already- And you're OCD, let's face it, right? No, <laughs> and it's true and it's very heightened this time. And I'd like to think I have all my faculties, you know, or at least most of them anyway, yeah. right? <laughs> Me too. Um, but, you know, I, I'm really, you know, curious on how are you handling this and how is your mom handling this? What's going on there? Sure. I mean, we're making the best of the situation. But first, I'd like to say if you have someone who's living in assisted living and you can't be there to advocate for them, here's some things that you can do. Make sure that the assisted living where your loved one is at has their procedures down for managing emergency outbreaks like COVID-19 and make sure that they have your number, make sure that they have other families' numbers and friends as backups so that if anything should happen to your loved one, they can reach out and get a hold of you, right? So it's been over a month since I've seen my mother and, and it's hard because she doesn't have her facilities enough to be able to pick up a phone. She's past that, right? So what are the options that you can do? You can have telephone calls, you can have video chats, you know, you can email. And, you know, like my mom, I have been doing the Zoom chats and, you know, or Skype and it's, it's better than not. First one, all I could do was see the nose hairs up her nose because <laughs> she had no idea where to look. But the second time that we had it, it was much better. Oh. But if you have a family member who can't engage in calls or video chats, speak to the social worker or you know someone who's on the facility staff and get regular updates since you cannot see with your own eyes. If they're on lockdown, which they should be, like the home where my mom is at, they've been on lockdown for over a month now. 
Yeah, they adopted early. They went early when we were doing safe at home. Such a big topic and we're not going to cover everything, but I, I, I want to cover just something that I think is really super important because I hear about a lot of assisted living. You know, there's been outbreaks in certain ones. What's going on? Tell, tell us. That, you know, this is just how nasty this virus is, is that over a week and a half ago, one of the residents in the home where my mom lives tested positive for the coronavirus and was in the hospital, but thankfully recovered. Last week, we found out that a new transfer began to manifest some of the symptoms, and then they did do a test, and it came back positive, and that resident passed away. So this is how fast it can spread, even in some place that is of the highest of standards. Our hearts go out to everybody right now. But I want to say the people that are on the front line, all the doctors and the nurses and everybody. Oh my God, it's taking amazing. care of anybody. They're jeopardizing. They're putting themselves in harm's way. They know it. It's an invisible enemy that we can't see. So it's very hard to know. And by the way, I'm already... OCD myself about cleanliness and, and like I wash my hands all the time. So I am like even heightened and I'm sure that I don't even feel like I'm doing enough. Well, I'm the exact opposite of you. I'm the one that goes into Sephora and tries on all the lipsticks. I just take a, a like a tissue and I know you're, are you shaking right now? <laughs> Now I'm scared to death of everything. Everything from the grocery store goes into the sink and gets a bubble bath, right? And I think that's super smart now, Susie. Please do continue your shenanigans. <laughs> I will continue with my shenanigans. <laughs> but you know, if you have somebody at home and they're not in assisted living, that's a whole nother story. If it's just you and that person and you are all alone, you're going to do the best that you can, right? I mean, and if you get frustrated or you're tired or you're just losing patience, so you do and that's okay. I mean, it's hard. You have 24 hours of caring for someone else and yourself. And you are important and you're worth it. Yeah, you have to be. Right? Yeah, you have to make yourself a priority because yeah, you're the one that has to bear that burden right now. So I hope that you find a way to laugh, find a way to talk to people, connect, socialize. It doesn't mean that you have to be physically in that same environment, but find a way to socialize somehow. Call, make sure that you're streaming. Like I'm talking to Susie, talk to your friends. Yeah, pick up the phone, FaceTime. Social media, social media, right? Social media, use it to its max. I know. <laughs> like I, and if you don't know how to use it, get Find somebody, somebody and they'll help you. They right? can do it over the phone. Right? I mean, it's, it's not it. that hard. Call a friend, call your children, call your brother, sister, whatever, but get learn it because this is what we have to rely on right now. This is the new normal. So we have yeah. to embrace it and we'll get through this, but we have to do that. So learn it. And it's fun. It's fun. And it's fun. Hey, great. And what's a great thing is the technology's here now. It didn't used to be here when I was a kid. So, you know, fantastic. Let's use it. Also, you want to keep yourself clean and your loved, loved one, one clean. Look at, they've told us now that the Achilles heel of this virus is detergent and alcohol. Are you talking about like a margarita or? <laughs> no, I don't know if you want to cover all your surfaces with tequila and, uh, you know, use it that way. But hey, if you need to, it is alcohol. So you can't even get cleaner in the store. So I'm just saying it couldn't oh, work. Okay. I'd rather drink it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
Figure out another thing to wipe our surfaces down with. <laughs> okay. Well, if all else fails, a little bit of rum, a little gin, who cares? It's not alcohol in it. It's pretty hot. But I don't know, 60% though. It has to be 60% alcohol. So. Oh, you're getting some dang good alcohol, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm amigo. laughs> All right. Another tip I heard was call up your loved one's doctor or the pharmacist. See about refilling prescriptions for a larger amount so you don't have to keep going to the pharmacy. My girlfriend works at CAC Medical and they're doing a lot of telemedicine because they don't want you to bring your family members into an environment that could possibly put them in harm's way. Um, think ahead, make alternative plans, God forbid. But if you get sick yourself, you need to figure out who is going to be able to step in. You have to make sure you can find somebody that can come in and live in your home while you get better. Be prepared and not scared. Your emotions, your feelings, the atmosphere and the energy are communicated to them. You know, when caregivers get stressed, People with dementia pick up and mirror their feelings, mm -hmm. but are not able to process them effectively. So, you know, drink some water, breathe, relax, be it, try to be at peace, try to find that calm. So that's the energy that's being exchanged with the person you're caregiving for. You have to try to manage your stress is what it is. Go in the other room, scream really loud, then come back in. <laughs> Good idea, pillow. I forgot about that. Hmm. No wonder my neighbors are mad. You know, if you have to talk them off the ledge, if you have to, you know, just keep them calm, just relax them, you know, like, you know, take a bath, go, go give them a bath, take a bath together if you need to. But definitely you got to cut the stress down. You got to limit your television, your social media. It's too much. It's too much information and it's, it's relentless, right? It is. It's even relentless for me. Like I even have I'm, to shut down myself and I'm no. not caregiving for somebody. <laughs> no, absolutely. But you have to, especially being a caregiver, you have to be care for yourself. We say that all the time. We say that every, every podcast, but you know, there's there's all ways to do it like take your moments meditate exercise seriously exercise that is key it's key uh do some movement i would say if you if you want to ask me i mean we all always talk about music being magic and you know put on some music that your loved one likes and is familiar with and then dance just get up and dance. That's going to be a, it's exercise for you. It's exercise for them, which gets your endorphins up, which really helps your cognitive abilities. That is science. That is definitely science. So when my mom was living with me, if she was getting agitated, it was bring out Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to recommend a book. It's called Where Memories Go by Sally Magnuson. And um, it is beautifully written. It is an homage to her mom, but it's, a, I've read a lot of books on Alzheimer's and this, she knows the whole science about music that never, ever goes away till you die. It does diffuse. It takes stress away, but not just any music. It has to be music that is in their 
history, music that they relate to. So put together a playlist of all of uh, your loved ones' favorite tunes. You know, this isn't just, oh, we think it's magic. It is magic. Anyway, I hope everybody is staying home and staying healthy and practicing social distancing in this crazy time that we're going through right now. A big shout out to all of our listeners that we're going to be moving onto YouTube. I'm so excited. Is that not wonderful? Remember, love is contagious, love is powerful, and love conquers all. I love the way you do that. Bye. Bye. Let's all stay far apart together.